0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Josh McGowan told CJ Stroud they could hoop together when he moves to Charlotte. I emojis. It is I, Rob aka the biggest fan of this diverse and polarizing receiver class and with me as always is aj if you run slower than 4-4 flat you're off my board marchese i only have three draftable grades rob today we'll be breaking down our top wide receivers in the 2023 nfl draft Let's hit it. Seven. 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 One, eight,
1: two, eight, one, two, three, four. Seven. rounds in heaven with my baby.
0: Driving out to
1: Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud. Bryce Young, Young. who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today,
0: who's going to put ketchup on a stick,
1: who's, who's going to find a steal
0: in the fifth, the, the home team.
1: team. Let's go seven, seven rounds. rounds, let's go seven rounds together,
0: let's go, go seven rounds, rounds forever. forever, and, and that's, that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink your digital water cooler. Sports drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. How much funk did you find in this wide receiver class, AJ? It's it's a pretty funky class, Rob. And I know you're not using that term derogatorily, are you? <sighs> you? Take it as you will. You don't like this class, eh? Not really. Um I don't how mind how the original.
1: Yeah, I know, right? I don't mind the top five guys. Like the the classic top five guys or whatever they are. Ronnie
0: Ronnie Bell, Roman <laughs> Wilson.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then after that, I don't know. I don't like how many how many top one hundred grades do you got? do you want to jump in like that.
0: Um, sorry, let me see. I'll I'll jump in ahead of you in thirteen. First, I I only got ten. I only got ten. Okay, most of them are third round grades. I feel mm. I should say Mm -hmm. um i only have five first and second round grades
1: i have zero first round grades
0: oh okay i have two i have five second
1: round grades and they're all like the like the lowest one is mid-second so i have a a couple early couple early mid and a mid so like the top of the class i don't
0: mind but you're you love the fifth round right just all round. (laughs) there's actually a i I have a lot of guys in the fifth (laughs) Uh, you know you know what my take about this class is like, yes, it, it, one, it lacks the obvious, like, surefire top 15 receiver pick. Mm-hmm. And, and and it even just lacks, in general, top-heavy talent. But, and, and on top of that, it, it it lacks top 100 talent. Yeah. But I still think, like, we're going to have more receivers drafted this year than last year. I think there's a lot of guys that could get... I don't disagree with you. Th- there's, like and not not me saying i have this many draftables because mm-hmm. i don't but there's maybe over 40 mm-hmm. receivers who i think could get drafted
1: yeah i'm i'm like i don't have that many draftables but like i'm i'm
0: in the same boat as you there because I, th- I think i have let me count good content three, two, three, three, four. i have thirty five draftable grades yeah, it sounds about right i, I think and I'm then like there too seven or so other guys who I like, but I don't quite have draftables mm-hmm. on.
1: You know what I find so interesting about this class, though, is like after the top five, six guys that are, you know, the same names, it can go in, like, I, like, I feel like people's rankings can go in so many different directions. And mine might. Yeah. I, mine, my, uh, I,
0: I got something that might shock you.
1: Okay. I'm excited. I got I got, I got got one that I don't know how much it will shock you. I know you're a fan, so, but I'm, I'm a big fan as well. Um, yeah, yeah, Ronnie Bell, Ronnie Bell, my wide receiver <laughs> five. I told you that already. Um, this might be a soft-brained take, Rob. So I'm I'm shooting on myself here. It, I feel like like having all these undersized guys that didn't run so hot, like not like they were fine, they, they did good times, but it was kind of underwhelming when you're watching the combine. It's just like detracted from each other. Like it's just like one after, and they're really good players. I'm talking about like the top dudes, like they're really good wide receivers. It's just having them all together in the same class is like. When usually we have one or two of these guys, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, this guy's a lot of fun. And like, it's like, oh, not another one of, these, you know, these undersized route runners. Like, you know what I mean? That's my soft it, rate it, take for the group of
0: the day. And that's why Justin Short is your number one, because he's yeah. the heaviest.
1: Yeah, he's the heaviest. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. It's like, there's not that many, like, just like, okay, this guy's a good size wide receiver. It's like, massive dudes or, or very small. There
0: and, There is a lot of sub 200 guys.
1: Yeah, it's, it's odd. I, it, it's a, such an odd group. Yeah. It's it's also not that it
0: really matters. I I find it not to be an overly tall group.
1: No, it's not. It's not. Um, like there's a couple of the the tall guys and they're cool, but not really. Like there's not a lot of those. just, like six one, you know, two hundred pound not, receivers. Like yeah, there's a couple, and like the couple I'm not like I don't know. There's a couple that I like, but a lot. It's of a good I good
0: love. year to need a slot receiver.
1: That that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> exactly. Um. Also, I'll say, like, I feel like if you have any of the top four guys in my, my one through four, I feel like if you you could have any of them as wide receiver one. And I think that's been, like, the kind of the, the talk for a while now. But, like, I'm not going to push. I want to push back if you had any of those guys wide receiver one.
0: Me, me neither. But I would push back for those who have Gilles a Hyatt. certain... Yeah. That's yeah. wide receiver 1.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And sorry, I'll just say the name. Who cares? This is we're off the rails already, Rob. I'm talking No,
0: no please
1: don't. I'm please talking don't wreck it for me. Ronnie Bell, Roman Wilson. <laughs> I put Luke Shoemaker out wide too. Um, um <laughs> I've
0: decided to evaluate Marvin Harrison Jr in this class. Smart. Wide receiver uh 1 4.
1: Okay. Too tall for
0: this group? Was, yeah, after Ronnie Bell, Luke Shoemaker. <laughs>
1: it's a funky group. It's a funky group. Um, I don't know. It's a funky group. That's a great way to wrap it up, well, and let's get into our superlatives.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, just uh, talking to Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, I went with his teammate for my highest floor receiver in this class, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I,
1: I did as well. How original.
0: I know. Um, he is, for, for all the, in quotation marks, concerns about JSN, He is such a safe prospect. I don't really see any way he's not a starting slot receiver for Mm -hmm. 10 years. I totally agree. Um, Does that mean he should be a top 10 pick? Not necessarily. Uh, I I, I don't have him as a top 10 player. But at at the same time, I think he's just in general one of the safest players in this class. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would not fault anyone for having him wide receiver one. Because I think with him opposed to some of these other guys, you really know what you're getting here. Yeah. You're getting a guy who has a great spatial awareness, yeah. understands how to settle uh, in holes and zone. He just he's a zone beater. Yeah. He can create after the catch. He has uh, fantastic ball skills. He's he's not like a dynamic route runner, but he is very smooth. Yeah. Um, and like, is he going to take the top of the defense? No, but. Like, I, I don't know, I, I see him being what Amon Ross St. Brown is for Detroit right now, right? Like, a guy who can catch 70 to 100 balls a year, move go it, over 1,000. Yeah. yeah, just chain mover, uh, reliable, and um, he he just has, I, I, I feel like, such an underrated part of his game is his IQ. He understands yeah. how to work himself open.
1: I, I totally agree with you. Like, it's... like. That was my big takeaway. Like the first thing you, you watch, and like you said, he's not he's not this dynamic, freaky mover as a as a route runner that some of these other guys are. But like, just how how good of a feeling he has for getting open, and, like how well like he sets up defenders. Like he'll get them just to turn that hip you know a little bit and you know jab back inside, or just the way he times his breaks through his route. Um, just and then obviously he's quickening out of them too. Like it's not. I'm not saying like just because you're saying he's not explosive doesn't mean he's not good at it. Um, yeah, like all all of that, and the hands are, are are clean, like no issues there, and I think that just equals a very, you know, you plug them in at slot, and you're gonna have a very consistent slot receiver for like you said, possibly a decade.
0: Yeah, and, and like even for those who are worried about if you're being picky with them, the forty-yard dash time, like he went yeah. out and ran somewhere between I think a four four eight and a four five three at the yep. pro day. Yeah. Um, and, like, that's perfectly fine. That's, I, I think, better than some people were expecting too. Yeah. Um, Like, I just think he's so pro-ready. And I know... I feel like just because he missed most of this past season, he fell out of favor. But then as everyone's kind of finishing up uh, evaluations as we inch closer to the draft, everyone's like, I shouldn't overthink this guy, especially in this wide receiver class. Agreed. Like, he is clearly... I think in this draft, not necessarily saying everyone should have a first-round grade on him or anything, but in this receiver class and in this draft in general where I think there's a lack of first-round talent, like I, I, I struggle to see why someone wouldn't have him as a top 32 player, and, and especially just given I think he's one of the safest players in the class.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have a first-round grade on him. I got an early second uh i think he'll end up being a top 32 player i think that's pretty safe to say for me
0: and, and, and for you if you're a team who's picking in the 20s and, yeah so you're a playoff team and and you just need a receiver who hit like is gonna hit like why like this should be the guy right anyone from seattle
1: down like i think seattle's a possibility i'm not sure if they really do that but it would make sense for them he would be a great fit anyone from there down yeah i think that makes a lot of sense um very cool with that. I, I will say, like, kind of, like, I noticed with the Pro Day this week with, like, the big media, it seems like it's, like, slingshotted the other way where, like, people are like, he's so elite and blah, blah, I think they're, like, I think it's because people are realizing that, like, like you said, it kind of, like, he missed pretty much the entire season. Um, he's kind of gotten slept on to a point. And now I think it's kind of, like, I feel like the media is looking for someone to anoint, you know what I mean? So I thought, like, just looking through Twitter this week, a lot of the discourse is, like, like, I don't know, like, just it, just the hype was too much. It's kind of funny. And uh, in reality, I just think he's steady Eddie in, in this receiver. Yeah, group. no,
0: for sure. Like, I, I very much can see the future in us doing our rookie show. Yeah. Like, each week he's he's talked about in a positive light and just consistently making an impact from day one. I agree. I think, honestly, I, I, I kind of figured you'd also have him on his floor. I thought the the more interesting between the questions uh, was highest ceiling, though. Um, but i still pretty sure I know who you'll have. Who, who do I got? Do you have Quentin Johnston? I got Quentin Johnston, yeah. Um, I think, obviously, again, in this class, and, and you talked about it kind of uh, with the size mm-hmm. of a lot of these receivers... Finding receiver Quentin Johnston size, 6'3", 208, uh, with his explosive after-the-catch ability yeah. um, and, and just overall downfield explosiveness as a deep threat, it's hard to find in this class. Um, and that, that, I mean, if everything lines up, he can be such a mismatch in the NFL. I, I just think it's hard to find a receiver of that size with that type of yak ability.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, like... He's another guy that I think that aspect of his game is getting slept on. A lot of people like to nitpick on his on his hands, which is more than fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying don't. I think that's more than fair. But I feel like I, but people are like just saying, oh, this guy's oversized. You know, He's another Kevin White or, or whoever. The, the problem
0: was I – th- I feel like the problem has been uh, he was, like, miscast as this ball-winning X receiver. Mm-hmm. When that's not his game, you watch it. Like, it, that's a problem with his game is he yeah. – isn't great at high pointing. He is a body catcher. He has drops on tape. Yep. His big it factor is the fact that he can create so much after the catch and that he is such an explosive and fluid mover for a receiver of his size. It's not that he's like Calvin Johnson out mm-hmm. there, you know?
1: Yeah. and, and, and we, haven't, we haven't gotten in the 40 yet, but the jumps were, were elite too. So, like, it's not like it's just, like, on tape against bad big 12 uh, DBs. Like, you know what I mean? Um yeah, I think he's definitely got the highest ceiling because, like you said, the size, the athleticism. Um, the hands are the big worry, like we just touched on. But I, I think, like, for for a bigger receiver, you know, 6'3", 210-ish, he runs pretty good routes. Like, just, I think, yeah. like, the, the ability to, you know, just get into that, that drive phase, eat up that cushion is super dangerous. And then, like, I, I think enough to, like, he's got enough sync on his comebacks, like, for for a bigger receiver. Um, and and i been there to, to to be a real threat there. Where, you know, just sell that for hard and then break off that. And he's got a lot of options there. And not not complete by any stretch, but I think the potential is there big time. Um, also love like one, like, a bigger receiver like this who is an athlete. I I think he's got that, that second gear to go track that ball and finish. And he, for a guy like you said, not like, you know, you want to see him be more aggressive and physical at the catch point and all that. But still,
0: really, really good making those late adjustments for the ball and like getting it's, it's, to that it's, second it's, gear. It, it's funny he's better catching over his wrong tracking a deep ball over his wrong shoulder, <laughs> making a great grab than he is just catching a little drag right. Yeah, like he, you'll see him drop. Yeah, the the layups, but make make the dunks. Yeah, the alley oops. The Kansas State alley-oops.
1: <laughs> so I, I totally can't. Hey, you know, not, to, not to be said either, uh, K-State's got Noel is better than Max Duggan passing the ball too. So, like, there was a lot oh. of was a lot of yardage and touchdowns left on the field by Max Duggan. Um, that being said,
0: I totally get the concerns. You see the bust potential. Yeah, I, I think that the biggest holdup for me with him is when you look at these top four wide receivers. Mm-hmm. He, he, he I, it's easiest to see him being the boss.
1: You know what? Not I'll
0: that I think he will be one, yeah, but I just...
1: I don't disagree.
0: But, like, the
1: way these guys weighed in and the sizing, it's like it, there's a concern about a lot of them outside of JSN, for me at least. Um. Anyways, yeah, but no, I totally agree. It's like it's like there's a lot of holes to poke, Um, and that's why JSN kind of came out the cleanest for me. Anyways, yeah. That being said, I, I don't think he's going to... And I know he was build it build like this for a bit and maybe even by me but i don't think he's going to be that you know wide receiver 1 i think he's going to if he hits that i mean he could be if he hits the absolute ceiling but
0: i think more realistically is like a really
1: good wide receiver too
0: he's uh, he's kind of similar to what christian watson was coming in last year a little bit yeah that's fair a little bit di- i think he's a little bit more powerful and a little less t- twitchy in the yeah, open field yeah um but this kind of big ex receiver who's not as good a ball winner as you expect, but yeah. so much better after they catch than you're expecting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, no, interesting.
1: Like, I think the whole class is interesting. There's a lot of conversations to be had. Yeah, no, it, it's
0: for his kind of. Um, less it's a lesser class than the last few years but it is still fun and interesting mm-hmm. and weird I, I appreciate how polarizing it is
1: i know that's what i mean like like i said after the top five or so guys you can go in so many different ways and i think our rankings our rankings will
0: look very different and i i i'm interested like draft right yeah Will will like I could see a path where one receiver is taken in the first round. I could see a path where five are taken in the first round. Yeah. It's it's definitely possible.
1: It almost feels like if the run starts, it's gonna it's gonna go, you know. Um and and that being said, like in terms of I'm not sure exactly where people view that. I I think that makes our next couple topics interesting because like a value pick for one person could be a guy that you're like, Oh yeah, this is a top one hundred guy. You know what I mean? Like I, so I, I thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, no. For so for value pick, we're looking what? What did we say? Fourth, fifth roundish.
1: Yeah, my, my value pick is a guy. He's he's my wide receiver eleven. I had a hard time picking value. Oh, okay. But I I I could I, go later. I think
0: it's I think it's hard in this class because yeah, someone's wide receiver eleven could be someone else's wide receiver seven. Yeah, no. I totally. Uh, and this guy could be. Like I'll auto I go ahead. I leaned closer to a guy who. I am certain won't go uh, in the third round. Um, I went with a guy who I think maybe ends up in the fifth round, okay. uh, and and that's Purdue's Charlie Jones. It's a good
1: pick. I, I have a fifth round grade on him. I love Charlie Jones. See, I was going a little bit higher, but I like I like that one a lot.
0: Um, so with Charlie Jones, a guy who another slight receiver came in at one seventy five. Yeah, uh, obviously blew up this year at Purdue after. Not being used at all at Iowa. Um, good return man. It's true. All-American baby. <laughs> um, which is part of the reason I I, th- I see him as value pick. Mm-hmm. I think he can be a instant impact return man in the NFL. Um, but at the same time, a guy who could develop into a, s- a slot receiver. He has really good ball skills. He's very good at tracking the ball. Um, he's faster than I think a lot of people are expecting. Yeah, uh, He operates really well. Um I don't think you necessarily see the 443 speed uh uh w- when he's running vertical reds. Like he yeah, you don't there's not all. a ton of separation yeah. there. Uh I, I think though you see kind of that explosiveness and that speed more in his underneath work as he works open um against zone defense. Uh he's good at finding those holes. Yeah, another
1: guy's just got great feel.
0: Yeah. Uh he doesn't create a lot after the catch, but he he understands how to set up a route. Um, he, he's good stem work. Uh, he's quick out of his breaks. Um, I mean, you throw in the Syracuse tape, and this dude was roasting Garrett Williams, um, who's a, a corner some people see as a top 100 player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, another bang on Charlie Jones is that he's a six-year guy. He's a little older. Yeah. I kind of see that as a positive in this class. He's He's... Uh, a guy who's played a lot of college football he's gone through diversity transferred from Buffalo to Iowa to Purdue he's gotten better everywhere he's gone um I think he he's a guy who can instantly kind of make a roster as a wide receiver four or five return man um with the potential to b- become a Danny Amendola or at worst a Braxton Berrios
1: <laughs> no, that's a good pick that's a that's a really good pick I I agree with what you said about Charlie Jones um
0: yeah, like I got him. Like he's my like wide receiver fourteen. I got a fifth on him. Uh, yeah, he's my wide receiver seventeen. I think. Yeah,
1: I, I think yeah. yeah there's a, that's a fifth round grade, and he's kind of the top of my fifth round dudes. But there's a whole big chunk in there. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that's why I think value pick is really interesting because, like you said, you can stack a lot of guys differently. The guy I'm gonna name could definitely be a top one hundred pick. Um, I don't have him there, but my my pitch for for a value is that, like, I don't. He, he kind of had a up-and-down, not up-and-down career, but, like, a forgotten career a little bit at this point. I'm going with Marvin
0: Mims from Oklahoma. Oh, okay. I am so way too high on Marvin Mims. Okay,
1: okay. You want me to do Audible?
0: Uh, uh, Marvin Mims is my top 10. Okay, he's my 11. He's my 11.
1: You have a top 100 grade on him? Yeah, he's a third-round okay. grade for me. Okay, that's interesting. See, I, that's where I think you can get a lot. But, like, to me, there I, I have him in the fourth, but, like, there isn't a whole lot separating him from, like, the same guys you're going to be end up picking in the, in the, in maybe until the late second. You know what I mean? Um, I got, you know, 5'11, 183, uh, ran a 4'3'8, jumped really well. And I don't know, like it just, like he, he played really well at Oklahoma. Just like, it, I don't know, it just never felt complete. You know uh, what I mean? Go ahead. A
0: big, can, big play guy can exactly. separate deep that speed, can be a deep threat from a slot, can line up at Z. Yeah. Um, I think underrated ball skills, you see him make some incredible like he has yeah. really good body control and hand eye coordination. Like you'll see him make some wows of catches. Yeah. Uh I think it was the Texas Tech game this past year. He made like one of the best catches. That of behind the, the defender's back off the off the yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. That um, was absolutely insane. He's he's not quite as good a route runner as I think you'd hope from a guy of his profile. I totally agree. Uh, and
1: that's, you know, Oklahoma wasn't asking him to run a lot of routes either, which, you know. Yeah.
0: And, and, and that's what I was going to say. Like, the athleticism's there. Yeah. For him to kind of develop there. Uh, I, I think he's also got some elusiveness to the field to create after the catch. I like him a lot. Yeah. I think he's he's going top 100.
1: I, he definitely, I, he probably will, right? Um. I, I think the traits are there for him to be a really good route runner too. Uh, yeah. But you know, they're just like, They were doing a lot of like just designing him open deep routes and like, you know, it it was a lot of vertical routes. And like he just wasn't really consistent running those like underneath routes, both because like he just wasn't that consistent, but they weren't asking him to do it consistently. Um, But yeah, with that that smooth movement and the the acceleration and the deep speed, definitely interesting. But like it's kind of funny because he's not like that jittery bug mover, though. He's a long strider, kind of, especially for his size. And that that's kind of how he just eats up that that grass and can get deep. Um, but yeah, I just it, framing it with like where the the top guys are. I don't I don't think he's that far behind, and that's why I think if you're getting him even around later, um, it's it's pretty decent value for what he could become.
0: Um, looking more at sleeper now, a guy who sixth seventh round, you're willing to kind of bang the table for on draft night.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of those guys in this class, personally. So I, I went back to the well with a guy I've loved, and I've hoped to become... I went to him, I thought he could be a, a top you know, 60 pick, and that's, uh, that's Maryland's Dante Demas, who obviously got hurt, uh, not this season, but the, the one before that, uh, came back and just didn't have the same season, and then, you know, it just... The, the knee injury is always going to be a question, and if he ever comes back to full, but I think if you're even like even potentially undrafted, you know, I'm not sure exactly where he'll go, but the ability was there. So I think just like a guy, you're getting good value on wherever the hell you get him um, with with that size and that the the well the athleticism. It didn't drop too much, you know, six three two twelve. Um, in a, in a class with a lot of smaller, I went with a lot of bigger ba- uh, rec- backs,
0: a lot of bigger receivers. My for my sleeper and my um, deep sleeper. Um, <laughs> with yeah with demis too i think you get a guy who has shown some underrated route running ability he did um,
1: absolutely yeah
0: he kind of reminds me a little bit of uh this might be a lofty comp now but reminds me a little reminded me at least a little, before kind of the injury and kind of zapping some of his juice yeah uh isaiah hodgins
1: yeah and he, he's got a lot of that like like jump ball potential too so yeah i, I think you just want to like, a guy that maybe, late day three, you bring in to maybe get him back to where he was. I think that's a...
0: Yeah, I, I have a draftable on him. Do you? Yeah, Yeah. me too. Okay. Um, I'll go the complete opposite in terms of size and go with someone who's tiny. Uh, Liberty's DeMario Douglas, back, who yeah. at the East-West Shrine Bowl was just nobody could cover him. Uh, now, his hands aren't always there, but... Mm. Holy moly! He he was doing like I think he had a more impressive week of practice as the undersized receiver who's just constantly getting open in one on ones than Tank Dell did at the Senior Bowl. Um, just nobody could cover him. No one could deal with his his short area quickness. Nobody could deal with his speed. And then he showed up to the combine and blew it up. Um, he had such an underrated combine performance. We're in four 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 uh verted thirty nine and a half inches, broad in the ninety-seventh percentile, but he's also five eight one seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Um you see him create after the catch too. He's they kinda use him as a motion man. He's got punt return experience. I know he had some muff punts, but uh a guy who who has that return man upside. Yeah. I, I think he's like kinda Isaiah McKenzie.
1: Yeah, no I think that's fair. And just the hands are you are probably maybe the question with him. Um yeah, but yeah. No, I think like I swear I saw it today like he was like PFF's highest graded receiver of the last two. Yeah, years. I saw the tweet too. <laughs> um, no, I he's definitely an interesting guy. Oh, that's a good pick. Well, how, how yeah. late how late of a grade you got him?
0: Um, late day three six okay. seventh. Okay. Um, but I I feel like every team wants one of these mm-hmm. kind of gadgety twitchy. Little motiony receivers these yeah, days. Yeah, pretty much. And there's a lot of them in this class. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. There's a lot in this class. Um, deep sleeper now. Yeah, Guy I'm, who goes undrafted.
1: I'm going back to... I don't have a draftable on this one, but like, I'm going back to the well of a guy I've liked in years past. He, I think he was a six-year senior uh, at San Jose State. How about electric hooks? Another big receiver. Here. Another big receiver who was 6'3", 208. You know what? After after everything, he came back and had a really good season at San Jose State, over 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, uh, throw on the tape. And, like, you saw a lot of, like, the early Nevada Elijah Cooks. So I'm like, you know what? I'm buying back in. And similar to Demas, uh, you know, a bigger body guy in a, in a class that doesn't have too many, or at least a lot of them are the smaller receivers, uh, a guy you can get undrafted, you know, maybe maybe he spins into something. He was getting pretty deep, like get, getting deep and winning those balls again, a, again at, at San Jose State. So another just like late, late like I don't know, like I pr- could probably get him pretty late in the free agency process. Um That could come in and maybe just if you need that bigger receiver, it can give you something.
0: Um, that I, that that's not a bad one. He looked like he could be something like three years ago. He, he, he did, and. I, I don't know how much San
1: Jose State talks you watched, but it, it came back and it looked pretty good. Again, a productive year this year,
0: too. Um, I'll, once again, go a little different. Uh, and I'll go with a guy who lacks size. Um, Florida AM Xavier Smith, who is 5'9", 174. Uh, I, I would argue this is a really good HBCU wide receiver class, mm-hmm. but I'd argue he's the best of the bunch and got overlooked because of his his size. Uh, I think not only should he have been out at the Shrine Bowl or the Senior Bowl, he should have been at the combine. Uh, they snubbed all the HBCU receivers yeah, though. That's Weird. Um, he is uh, over the last four years at Florida A and M, um, or I guess five years because they didn't play during the COVID year. He he has. He uh, topped over three thousand yards. Um, really explosive, sudden receiver, who you can see the running potential as a slot guy. He can create after the catch. He's he's very twitchy. Um, he ran a four four eight at the HBCU combine. Uh, verted thirty six and a half. Uh, and return man ability. I have a draftable grade on him. I don't think he'll get drafted, mm-hmm. but this is a guy I really really like and i think he'll make an nfl roster he he kind of strikes me as one of those saints why undrafted receivers (laughs)
1: that's a that's a good call i like that one okay so today rob messaged me and he's like hey come ready to have a super duper sleeper for the first time in the show, maybe not. We've done that before. So when you when you said that, I'm I'm figuring you got someone you really love that you just wanted to throw in on the show. I'm just,
0: I'm just trying to learn a bit other guys from you.
1: So so, but when you said that, I, I I had this guy loaded up. I'm like, you know what? I don't know how much I believe in him, but I, I, I gotta I gotta make him my super duper sleeper. Um, I saw I saw uh, Eric's uh, Lance's airline tweeted about him the other day. His name is uh, Cy Barnett from uh, from Davenport.
0: Davenport.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, saw, I didn't really watch tape, but I watched it like he had some huddle huddle stuff up there, so he had a couple ten minute <laughs> highlights. Sick. So I watched some of that. But you know, throwing uh, you know, good old Rass had his had his numbers up. Ran a four 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 at the pro day, 10 thirty nine, ten six broad. That's NFL numbers, legit NFL numbers. And uh the best part about him is he was also their punter and he averaged forty two yards per punt. Uh also was was a punt returner. Um, has handled field goal, uh, field goal duties. I think that was back at Ferris State. He's been at Ferris State, Sanford, and Davenport. Um, so just when you got that athletic profile, man. To me personally, being being a, a Michigan guy too, um, I think he, I think he's going to come north of the border and be a punter slash wide receiver in the CFL. But when you have that yeah. athletic profile, yeah. um, not you know not not the biggest guy at all, but five eleven one ninety two. Um, when he got the athletic profile <laughs> and, and the ability to punt it. The,
0: the, the, come on, he's got to be the super know, sleeper. He also looks like he's 30, and oh, yeah. his player profile says his favorite movie is Avatar. Oh, yeah,
1: I saw that. It's great. He's so, I really wanted to like see, if, I wanted to talk to him and see if we want to get him on the podcast. Yeah, I think he's got like 113 followers on on Twitter. Like, he's this is small school. I love him, he's my guy now.
0: That's uh, I, I did not realize he handled uh, special teams duties like that.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, 42 yards. <laughs> I see, I'd,
0: seen, I'd seen the RAS score. Well, is, are you going to rank him in a punter when we get to the punter? <laughs>
1: it's punter one. He's the only one who can play receiver two.
0: Well, now I feel lame. I only even messaged you this because I saw Shedrick Jackson, the, the Auburn receiver, who's an yeah. SEC-level receiver, uh, ran a 4 5 and I was like, he, he wasn't all that – like productive at Auburn. Um that's he had like speed. 200 yards this year, but that's speed. Are we going to see Shedrick Jackson 62202 get drafted? And now you're yes. throwing Davenport receivers at me. Um <laughs> and Shedrick, you know what he said after the pro day in which he ran the 425? What what did he say? he should have been faster. He, he said Cam Newton still has it cuz Cam <laughs> Newton was throwing <laughs> out that pro day. Cam <laughs> Newton's my super duper sleeper.
1: That's, that's There's been a weird amount of like old players trying to make a comeback in this, this pro day circuit dj flueger looking jacked at the at the bama pro day aj
0: who was it that used to like always participate in oh, pro days fuck. he was a utah quarterback yeah who's like a tight end but he was like friends with like jesse palmer or something i can't so pull he'd it. always participate
1: i can't utah pull that
0: in. quarterback tight end pro day this is good content
1: oh someone goofy was throwing at the san jose state pro day and i forget who it was was it that quarterback who everyone thought was going to be a first-round pick? David Falls? Years? No. I'm, yeah. I, I don't think it was, but it was someone else. Oh, KJ Costello. It was KJ Costello.
0: Is Trying he not XFL or something? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Him and Shevin Cordero were slinging it. That's, that San Jose like oh, state pro day. Save it for the pro day pod.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Did you get his name? No. Uh, Wilson?
0: Yes! Utah tight end quarterback... Wilson should I leave this in Travis Wilson
1: Travis Wilson yeah the goat Jesse Palmer's guy it was Palmer right yeah
0: yeah pretty sure <laughs> uh okay back on track <laughs> we're talking wild card in this wide receiver class and I think there's a couple oh yeah oh yeah just because it's that type of <laughs> draft class but uh who's your number one wild card
1: I think the obvious one but the boring one is on Booty yeah big time uh, it's obvious but boring um I have no idea where he's going to end up getting drafted. That <laughs> – he was already the wild card entering the, the offseason uh, into the into the draft season, and then he went and did that combine um, where you have a better vert than him, I
0: believe. Uh, uh, no, don't sorry. say that. Mine's 28 inches. So what's, this is 29. 29?
1: Yeah, okay. Sorry. Sorry, you and Kayshon. Um But, man, I don't know. Just from a guy that, like, preseason is like, oh, yeah, this is a first-round pick to – I think I, I still have, I think I have a late fifth round grade on him. You know he, he kind of came back and he made a couple of plays in a couple of big games. Like he was really good in the SEC championship game. I think I think I, good, I, no, good enough tape to get drafted still, but with everything else, I don't know.
0: I thought yeah his like two or th- his two of his three best games. This year, where the SEC championship against Georgia and against Alabama, where the numbers don't yeah. jump out seven for fifty one, but he was doing just such a good job as like a chain moving possession receiver, uh, kind of working, uh, in finding holes in zone and and uh, doing some damage a little bit of damage after the catch. Um, That's definitely yeah, his best trade is is the
1: is the yards after catch stuff.
0: Yeah, he is uh, the. A guy who's known for being explosive after the catch, coming in and hitting a vert in the second percentile, like <laughs> I don't on know. top of on top of just the kind of season he had of inconsistent play, uh, some of the kind of seeming like he was in Brian Kelly's doghouse, then yeah. kind of redeeming himself down the stretch, saying he's going back to school, then. Yeah. declaring and some of the that. rumors, the rumors around that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah. And then to have this type of combine, who knows? Like if he went in the third round, like, I don't know, even know if I'd be like, I guess I would be surprised, but I can see that still happening. I, I know.
1: Right. I know,
0: but I can also see him not even getting picked. I totally agree. It's uh so yes, he's the definition of a wild card. I don't think you can, like, even argue anybody over him. Oh, no, you can't. He's the the clear one. Um, Who would you put second? I think Jalen Hyatt's my second. That was my second as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, like, talking about Jalen Hyatt, he has speed that kills. This is a much more football oriented wild card. Yeah. Yeah. He's explosive (laughs) as hell. Um, He's also 176 pounds. uh, And his really. Only runs verts, uh, stops, uh, screens. Like he doesn't run any routes. No, he doesn't. He he doesn't like. I don't even know what his release repertoire is because he doesn't use it. Like he Man. doesn't. The,
1: the amount of times they just they just stack. They throw a stack out there. Give him a clear like. Hypel does an amazing job. Of just Heiple is cl- genius. Oh yeah, just the cleanest releases you ever see. Yeah, but, like, when like when he, when he sees a press,
0: to. what the fuck's going to happen when he sees press? He's never seen it. Like, I yeah. don't... And, like, half, half the time, like, and I know it's the SEC, but he's just... They're giving him free releases. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, no help over top, and he's just running wide open. Like, yes, he has great speed, and he tracks the ball well, but I, I just... It's such an incomplete idea of him as a player to to them be like, oh, this guy's number one. Like... This is DeShaun yeah. Jackson. It just yeah, feels was, like such a yeah. gamble to make. Yeah. Um and like I again, not shocking if he goes in the first round. I do not have a first round grade. I would not take him in the first round. I agree with but you. But I um well, if he's the first but, receiver taken, would you be shocked? No, but I would uh, heavily criticize it.
1: I agree with you. Yeah.
0: And and this is a not good wide receiver class, and still criticize it.
1: Yeah. I mean to 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 spin it more positive, you know, like he he the the jumps were amazing at the combine. You see the explosiveness, obviously, and then like you know like if he flashed some like tougher catches sometimes. There wasn't, wasn't you know, too he, much. He,
0: he doesn't have like he's not the classic deep threat with like terrible hands or something. Mm-hmm. No, he he's tracks not. the ball pretty well. Um, yeah, it's just like he's never really played through contact. He's never really had to deal with press coverage. He it's doesn't run so... a lot of routes. He, but
1: he, Rob, you see him like he just so many times they throw it's a the, fake
0: offense, they yeah. don't want a real offense. Yeah. I, I, I like that's why the Hendon Hooker in the first round stuff's insane, yeah, yeah, too. Like, yeah. we, we both love I love Hendon Hooker, yeah. It's like I, I would love to take Hendon Hooker in the third round if yeah. I, I want to develop a guy, but holy smokes, in the first round, out of the Josh Eupel offense, not to mention um, with everything with you know the injuries with Hooker and everything,
1: anyways. Um, okay it kills me because so many times he'll just throw him in the stack and he'll shoot out of the box and like literally keep his head down like a sprinter yeah,
0: it's a, i love it i i love no, him I, but
1: it's hilarious it's,
0: yeah and, and and the funny thing is if he wasn't being hyped up the way he is like i feel like we'd both just be like this guy is so fun we love oh him. yeah but it, it's just because he's being hyped it's like a Potentially the first receiver taken? No way, man. Yeah. And like I can see, I, I can see a world too where he lands on a team with a quarterback who, a uh, talent quarterback. Let, let's see, goes to the Chiefs. Like he's yeah. he's gonna put up good numbers. Like yeah. I, he's going to be an explosive playmaker. But I don't think that like he's not going to be like some Pro Bowl receiver. Or if he is, it's gonna take a while. You need to develop him he's he started for one year with the Vols in a fake offense uh and at the same time the nfl loves explosive speed so who
1: knows yeah reading some of the stuff like like uh, in Lance Airlines write-ups and like he had like a uh, you know a comment from a scout or something just like oh you know he's gonna it's not just he's a great receiver he's gonna open up things for the running game because they'll have to commit safeties deep for him and blah blah, blah and like or just like press him because he's never seen it before like I don't know. Like, the, the I get it. Like, if, if this was a guy we found over the summer, I bet you we would like both like, just be like, oh, yeah, you know. But just the hype. Again, top 100 guy still for me. I, I got a third-round grade on him. But, like. Me too. Me too. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And, again, I totally agree with you. I think he's going to, if he lands in the right spot, which I probably think will happen, hopefully, um, he's going to put up numbers. But, like, the Deshaun Jackson stuff, I can't. I can't with that.
0: Yeah, that's. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, and that's why he's also a wild card. Um, but let's get to our best bet.
1: I went back to JSN. I, I copped out. Oh, okay. You're okay. a Yeah. He is, though. I think, like, like I kind of alluded to, a lot of these other top receivers have questions. And other than missing this season, JSN doesn't. And, like, like so, I don't know. Yeah, that's really it. Like, really. Like, I'm not saying he's uh, this complete receiver, but you know what you're getting. So, you know? yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and so I looked at best bet as like the best bet of these first round guys, guys who potentially go in the first round, to kind of live up to being that, that like potential thousand yard receiver. Cause that's what you want of a first round receiver, right? You mm-hmm. want a guy who's going to be a, like whether he's your one or your two, he's an a thousand yard guy. Um, and that's why I'm with Boston College as Zay Flowers. Yeah.
1: I, I, I love Zay Flowers. I, I mean I think it was the first on Zay, give me credit thank you Rob. And then I kind of was out a little bit. Then uh coming back and getting ready for this show, I'm I'm
0: all the way back in. Um he is I think just the most dynamic uh yeah pl- of these receivers in terms of ability to stretch the field and win deep, ability to create after the catch. Yeah. Uh and and as a route right runner and and he's just so explosive and twitched up. Yeah. Again, both after the catch and as a road runner. Um, like I, I love, I love. I thought Jordan Addison. I would um, spoilers.
1: I thought I'd have Addison above Jose Flowers. Um, I've always been a Josh. Na- I always, I've always been a Josh Downs fan. But what really and like they're they're pretty you know they're they're not they're pretty similar players right in in a vacuum. But Zay Flowers is so much better after the catch. He And I, I think USC was using Addison a little bit wrong this year. I think yeah, the, how they used him to pit was a little bit more better for him. Um, but Zay Flowers made the first man miss like every time he caught the football. And yeah, he's just yeah. consistently finding that seam and getting those big yardage. Yeah, like I think that's I think Zay got way better at that too. Early in his <laughs> career at BC, it was more so just like okay, this is Hollywood Brown, you know, he's just going to, yeah. f- you know, throwing that like that that little um, step on the post and he's gone. Uh, now he looks like a much more complete receiver. Like the the, the route running is sorry to jump on here, <laughs> I know this is your segment, but the route running isn't perfect, but all the tools are there and he's explosive as yeah. fuck in and out. And he's fluid as I, hell. He
0: can get low, like you know what I mean. I think if you're really you're criticize the the like him as a route runner. The, the negative, like, sometimes he's just too, like, he's he's almost too jittery, yeah. like, explode, yeah. right? And, like, he's rushing it. And, he's got to figure I'm, out tempo. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm taking that all day over a guy who can't, oh, like, that, that explode can be, in and out of their brakes. Like, you can fix this. It's pacing, right? That, like, that's fixing minicamp. Like, you know, like or maybe uh, not yeah. that soon, but yeah. <laughs> and, like, I think that's just, uh, you brought up Josh Downs. I think Josh Downs is an elite route pacer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't have that same juice that Zay Flowers does. He? He does yeah. and you're right. Like Zay Flowers is one of the best players after the catch in this draft. Yeah, uh, he's also heavier than all these other small receivers. Yeah,
1: see, like that—that's one thing where, like, you know, if we—if if this was a different class, that would come back on him. You know, being 5'9", 182. But the way he committed himself to, to packing on those pounds, muscling up, and then the way he stacks up with these other guys, he's actually bigger. That just
0: makes him coming out smelling like flowers, if you will. Wow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to, to me, he is this dynamo of big playability. He is so dynamic both down the field yeah. uh, and after the catch. And while he does have some concentration drops at times, he seems to make – like he tracks the ball well and he makes yeah. big plays in traffic down the field. He is better kind of – on these 50 50 balls, than I would have ever expected. Yeah, um, like
1: it's obviously not physical. Like it's funny. He's got concentration drops, but like on these deep throws, he's got high concentration. And like it's kind it's of, yeah, because yeah, there's some really impressive deep catches. And like you said, the track, it's not like the tracking is the and just some of the plays he
0: makes is, is great. He is such a fun player. I, I just see uh, of these receivers, I see um, him being the guy who. Like he he has a like maybe it's not every week but he's the guy who's going off for 150 yards in week four yeah you know like he just has one of those explosive games maybe J, jsn's going for four catches for 60 yards every week mm-hmm. and say flowers is a little less consistent but he he's the best bet to me to be a um kind of a, a game changer yeah that's a good pick I, I i agree with you um
1: okay how many how many receivers do you want to rattle off here I wrote
0: down my top thirty.
1: Uh, I did twenty-five, damn. Okay, give me give me give me thirty. To thirty to
0: twenty-six? Yeah, go. Uh thirty, I've got Nebraska's Trey Palmer. Yeah,
1: hey, that's my twenty-five, that's funny.
0: Twenty-nine, I got Fresno State's Jalen Cropper. Twenty-eight, I got my boy uh Arkansas Matt Landers. Twenty-seven, I have Southern Mrs. Jason Brownlee. 26 i have liberties Demario douglas anyone do you want to touch on in this group or are you ready to, to roll i but I, well, I already talked about douglas uh landers is just a such a freaky athlete mm-hmm. I, I think he's getting drafted simply because of that i do like too. he has he was so like man but he, and then you throw on the tape and like you can see it, it, it's not always there but like you can see the potential um and with Jason Brownlee just makes so many yeah. silly 50-50 catches.
1: I, I love Brownlee. I almost thought about him for one of my, like, sleeper, value pick. I, I got him. He's my 23. Um, like, uh, whereabouts, like where, whereabouts you got him on the on the board there? Like, mid-sixth. Okay, I got, like, a late fifth. So, so yeah, we're right, right, yeah. right around there.
0: I, I threw Josh Doxson comp on him.
1: <laughs> okay, you ready for 25 to uh, 21? Yeah, how about you hit me first? Yeah, I was
0: going to Trey Palmer oh.
1: 25. <laughs> I got a like late. This is like my fifth round chunk here. I got a lot of guys in the fifth round. Same late, too. late
0: fifth, early six.
1: 24 is I got Xavier Hutchinson, who seems very polarizing. Wait, uh, wait, what number? 24.
0: I think we found the right spot for him because I have him there too.
1: That's weird. I know there's some like really big fans of his though. Late fifth, early six. I just think he's kind of like consistent. You get him there, maybe he turns into something. Uh, 23 is where I got Jason Brownlee. Uh, 22, I got I got the, the mammoth Elijah Higgins. I got like a mid-to-late uh, mid late mid fifth. And then 21, I got the king, Bryce Ford Whedon. Oh, mid to, oh me too. Mid-to-late fifth. That's funny.
0: That's weird. Do you think we just like really aligned on these six three-plus receivers? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, okay. Uh, 25, I have Cincinnati's Trey Tucker. 24, I have Iowa State's Xavier Hutchinson. Uh, twenty-three. I have East Carolina's C.J. Johnson. Your guy, baby. I I'll tell you about him in a sec. Twenty-two. I've got <laughs> the King, Michigan's Ronnie Bell. Twenty-one. I have Michi- Twenty. Sorry, twenty-one. I have West Virginia's Bryce beat Same I wrote Michigan. Yeah. I, I just wish he went there. Um, Me too. Yeah, H- Hutchinson. I I don't like. He make. He has some pretty awesome grabs. Like has good catch radius. Mm-hmm. He. He makes some great contested catches. I just don't think there's much there in terms of red running and yeah. like and, and, and juice.
1: Um, like kind of a smoother mover, though. But like, yeah,
0: like he's a fine prospect. But like, yeah, yeah. the top one hundred stuff, I can't get by that.
1: I agree with you. I Agree with you. I'm a very productive um, dude too. So,
0: C.J. Johnson, I absolutely love as a power <laughs> slot. He is such a good blocker. Uh, he. He is big and strong after the cat Zach Pascal two That's, That's a good comp. That's a good comp. Thanks. Uh Twenty to sixteen. Wait. Oh, one thing. Bryce Ford Wheaton. Mm-hmm. Just because I mean 221 and tested out of this world. Yeah. Uh, I had looked for a thing about for uh, with the first pick, uh, at like the receivers who have scored the highest ras. I think. All have gone in the fourth rounder earlier mm. of of the last like I don't know what it was five or six drafts. Do you think he gets kind of propped up to fourth rounder better? I can definitely see him in the fourth round. I don't know about
1: better, but I can definitely. See. I, I got a you know mid late fifth on him. Like I don't think that's Same. much of a jump.
0: Especially because like this next group is a lot of like undersized guys and yeah, I like I to me I was like, is he going to be the Chase Claypool where he makes this take has like a massive rise because he's a freak, or is he going to be the Miles Boykin where he does get a bump, but like once he's in the NFL, it's like not all that. Yeah, I, I think impactful. it was. I
1: think if it was more Claypool. We would smell the the smoke starting already, you know. Yeah, um, it, <laughs> maybe it's Boykin.
0: I I, I do think uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton's interesting because. He's such an explosive athlete, but he's a willing blocker, and I think that's, like, interesting as yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, 20, 20 to 16.
1: Oh, 20, I got the best receiver in the class. Ronnie fucking Bell, baby. <laughs> mid, mid to late fifth, uh, but the, my best bet and my top uh, ceiling and floor. Uh, 19, this week, where I got Keishan Booty. Um, I got a mid to late fifth on him as well. 18, I got Parker Washington from Penn State. Uh, Mid-fifth. 17, I got Jaden Reed from Michigan State. Mid-fifth. And 16, 16, I got the tank. Mid-fifth. Okay,
0: well, you just named a bunch of guys I have much higher than you. Interesting. Uh, Okay. 20, I have Virginia's Dontavian Wicks. 19, I have Stanford's Michael Wilson. 18, I have LSU's Keyshawn Booty. So we're about the same on him. Yep. Uh, 17, I have produced Charlie Jones and 16, I have Stanford's Elijah Higgins.
1: Okay. Um, anyone want, we'll, we'll get to the guys you want to talk about. Um, 15, I got wicks here. I got uh, another fifth on him 14. I got Charlie Jones fifth on him. And then we get into, uh, into the fourth round. I don't have a lot of fourth round guides. Uh, 13, I got Michael Wilson. That's where I got Michael Wilson. I like Michael Wilson, especially after that senior bowl, uh, late fourth, 12, I got Rasheed Rice here, a mid-4th round grade. And 11 is where I got Marvin Mims. Also, a mid-4th round
0: grade, sorry. Um, okay, okay. I'm, I was just trying to do the math to figure out who your wide receiver 10 is, and I think I know. Um, Such a creep. 15, I have SMU's Rasheed Rice. 14, I have Houston's Tank Dell. 13, I have Ole Miss's Jonathan Mingo. Twelve, I have Penn State's Parker Washington. Eleven, I have Michigan State's Jaden Reed.
1: Okay. So Jaden so Reed and
0: Parker Parker Washington's where we're very different.
1: Well, what 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 round grade are
0: you got on them? Thirds. I love them
1: both. Oh, okay. I got fifths. Okay, that's a big difference. there. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think I'm like a round grade higher on almost all these receivers than you.
1: I don't love the class
0: that much. Um, let's talk.
1: Yeah, you want to talk about Washington and Reed?
0: Yeah. So. I I I think Jaden Reed is an explosive and sudden route runner. I think th- there's drops on tape, and that's why he reminds me of Deontay Johnson. I think he's gonna have no trouble getting open in the NFL. Um, I thought he looked great at the Senior Bowl. He can separate. He he is thrives on the slot fade. I think he's a plug and play slot receiver. Uh, I love him. Um. Yeah. That, that's fair.
1: I think like. Like yeah, the con- I agree with the concentration drops, but I also agree that like he'll make some tough catches too. Like there's some pretty solid, contested catches, especially for a guy mm-hmm. his size. Yep. Um, like you said, that the fade, like he's good back shoulder. Um, I I think like like he's okay after the catch. There's some slippy there, a solid body control. I think he's like solid, but I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna disagree. Like I don't know about plug and play slot. I think a developmental slot for sure. Um, I just think like like the separation doesn't wow me. I. I- I think I think he's a little bit more tight hips than you like. I, that, that, that's not to say that he's like, like he's got like he's got that snap at the break. You know, he, he's he's another guy that tempos his routes really well, um, and, and he's got a pretty good release repertoire. But like, I don't know. I just think I think he's solid, but I I, I think he's gonna be consistent. But I don't see that upside that you do. Um, do you know? You know. And he also threw a sick touchdown against Wisconsin. So that, that yeah, that was me. awesome. And then also the, the punt return abilities, and that's also throwing in there too. That's really nice. So yeah, I, I get, I get your like from. I just, I don't know if I'm as high on the upside.
0: Uh, and then with Parker Washington, um, just very physical, built like yeah. a bit like a running back. Very physical after the cash. Uh I thought he has really good body control, good solid ball skills too. Not yeah. not. Like an amazing route runner, but a good enough route runner. Um, I
1: thought very natural
0: hands. Yeah, I, I think he uh, just—if you want like a yakky slot guy, this is your dude.
1: Yeah, I, I thought like I think Reed and Washington are both guys are they're like, going to come in and compete for that slot. I, I don't disagree, but Washington just like he's not explosive he's not, He's not super quick or sudden, but yeah, the, the contact balance yak yeah, is really good, and just feels like a hard nose get it done dude with really good hands and like really good body control, like you said and I always I find him like just very not just body control, but like just super calm and just in control of everything at, at the at the catch point.
0: yeah, but the um, athleticism
1: kind of is the, the little bit of the concern there.:
0: fair um t- Tank Dell's whole issues his size
1: but also his hands. Yeah, he that scares me. Hands. That scares me. Like I think, like like between Dell Reed and Washington, who I got, you know, one like in in a row. I, I like all three, and I think one of them is going to come out and like be really productive, maybe even two. But I
0: like I do. Um, like them. Speaking of hands, I think Rasheed Rice's hands are bad, and he reminds me a lot of Zay Jones, where he's got like well, he'll make these amazing. insane, he'll make an insane play, and then he'll look terrible. Um, yeah. And there's like this weird lack of effort at times. It feels yep. like on his he ride takes running. so many
1: routes off.
0: Yeah, so, like, I got him in the fourth round, but, yeah. Me, too. He kind of scares me.
1: He does. I, I, like, there's... And the hype and the the stock has kind of been all over on him. And I think that's because, like, like you know, the body... Like, the circus catches are amazing. And makes those amazing jump balls, but, like... And, like, dominates back shoulder throws, too. But sometimes, like, really inconsistent finishing, too. Like, sometimes just, like, too tight at the catch point. And then, like you said, like, just taking routes off. And, like, he doesn't have that, like, snap in his routes and... I, underneath routes, he, he feels like he takes a lot off. He's just not creating that separation. And then like you know, he's that he's working the jump ball on the great casual. But then like I find um, like the Maryland game had a good game, but like when those DBs got physical on him, like he was just throwing him off. Like he was taking him out of the play.
0: Yeah, he's um he's he's kind of a wild card himself.
1: He, he is just because like some people are so so high on him, and like I don't I don't really know where to stack him.
0: Uh, okay, quickly Stanford receivers, then one to our top uh, ten.
1: Yeah, I, I like Michael Higgins. Um, Michael,
0: ooh, imagine I like, I like Wilson a lot. Um, yeah, he's just always hurt. I know he's gonna be a really good special teamer, and he has. Yes. Like if he didn't keep getting hurt, like he's very smooth. He's very yeah. sudden too for his size. He's not like a deep threat or anything. He doesn't have like great speed and in, in, in burst, but he's just very sudden. Hmm. Um, he's very nuanced with his route running. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just the injuries. Like he's barely played the last what three years. Yeah, I think
1: what is it, um, like four games the last two years or something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, fourteen games the last three seasons. Sorry. Yeah, that's not that's not a lot. But yeah, like just the the goods are there. Like you said, just a bigger body dude with that much uh, nuance to his route running game. Like you said, um, just throws a lot at DBs. I like that. I think there's something there. Um. And look, that's a guy I'll roll a dice on
0: in the the late fourth, you know. Uh, And then with Higgins, I have Higgins much higher than you. Um, Higgins is big, Mm -hmm. has great ball skills. Um, You see him kind of box guys out uh, in contested catch situations. Uh, It's just a matter of what you want. Do you want to use him as a power slot? Do you see him as like a... Uh, uh, as an F tight end like a move tight end. <laughs> yeah. Like that what might do you see him as? He's, he's 6'3" 235 and he tests pretty damn well. Yeah. Um and, and but it's just like kind of drafting him and finding exactly how you want to use him.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he might just get caught in that world in between and that's kind of what scares me. Like know? is he
0: JuJu Smith-Schuster? Is he Evan Engram? Or so like, like some, in that mold in that mold I <laughs> yeah know. i know i know <laughs> yeah i don't know just
1: I, I know he tested pretty well but just still feels stiff to me you know watching him um yeah i like and, him more as a power slot just for the record there's a couple fun power slots in this and I, there's a guy I'm much higher on than you by the way uh that i think is the best the power slots
0: uh how high are you on jonathan mingo because i have a very nice grade <laughs> yeah. on him
1: Huh, huh, huh. I'm. I got a mid third on him. We'll get there in a bit. Me too. Okay, so we're around the same. It's just like I'm lower on the whole group. I have
0: yeah. I, I have thirteen top one hundred grades, including Jonathan Mingo.
1: I got ten. Okay.
0: You ready? Yeah, hit me.
1: You said you you figured out my who ten, who my ten was. Who are you
0: guessed? Uh, I thought it was Jonathan Mingo.
1: It's At Perry. I got ten.
0: Oh God, you're low on my king. Uh, I got I a lay... him way higher than you.
1: I got you. a late third on him. Um. Nine, I got Tyler Scott, Cincy. I also got a late third on him. Uh very eight. different rankings. Eight, I got Cedric Tillman, uh, mid to late third on him. Seven, I got Jalen Hyatt, uh, mid to late third. And six is my, is my guy, Jonathan Mingo. I got a mid third. That's that's my crush.
0: Okay. I appreciate that. I thought I was going to have some shock value with Jalen Hyatt, but we're just on the same page with him. Yeah, we talked um, about it already. I know. Uh, Ten, I have Marvin Mims of Oklahoma with a third round grade and a Santonio Holmes comp. Nine, I have Cedric Tillman of Tennessee, third-round grade to Michael Pittman, Jr. comp. That's, a, that's an interesting one.
1: Someone's I, I, a hard to, hard one to find a comp for.
0: Um, Tillman? Sorry. Yeah, he's a hard one to find a
1: comp, I found.
0: Uh, eight, I have Jalen Hyatt of Tennessee. So we're both, like, way lower on Jalen Hyatt than... Mm-hmm what he's being propped up as uh with a third round grade and i wrote down several comp like the some people who like him are like yeah will fuller comp i'm like is that a good thing
1: that is the comp i had <laughs> but like
0: i also don't even think it's like the right comp because will fuller had bad hands like Jalen high yeah. has better hands than him um i think will fuller is a better road right runner um he's just, just a hard guy to comp he's Tekken junior what do you mean well, Tekken's the best. I don't know about that. Tekken T- had 7,000 career receiving yards. That's pretty good. He, he had a very <laughs> good career. By the way, I forgot to write down my uh,
1: comps, so if you want any of them, just ask.
0: Okay. Uh, seven, I have Cincinnati's Tyler Scott. Uh, again, a third-round grade. Brandon Cook's comp, so obviously I love him. I and, uh, I
1: stole I stole the, the Scott comp uh, from Lens-Airline, T.Y. Hilton. I think he's...
0: A little different. I don't think he's quite the like I think he's better like a uh, more of an yak playmaker than a yeah. like I think TY better Right Runner too. Yeah. Um but no I see that. Similar builds. Uh and then I guess the you you're stumping for Mingo, I'm stumping for AT Perry, who I've sixth. Third round grade. Uh I sw- like the Devontae Parker comp's been the popular one. He reminds me like he's a very similar stylistic player to George Pickens interesting
1: i i don't i don't I, you know what i couldn't find a comp i like for perry so i mean there's a lot of comps i don't like but like i didn't even put a comp down for, for perry um okay i'm starting with jonathan mingo um we're, we're, we're not too far away i, I got a mid uh, third on him um, it's awesome just, guess, ha- awesome hands yeah man strong hands big hands too he's got over 10 inch hands i love that um, just like some awesome like over the shoulder diving grabs, like amazing, and then he like, it like a center fielder. He does, he really does. And then he's six two two twenty. He he ran a four four six. He jumped well, and like you throw on the tape, and he's a he's a good route runner. Like there's there's a lot of Christmas and snap on his brakes, and you know he's throwing that that drive phase off of the line of scrimmage, and you know just. He doesn't quite have that, that that stack the DB speed at all, but he's very competitive um, getting deep and can win like that. And then, you know, you you throw on the, um, like, I think he, he probably
0: lands as a, as a big slot, right? And Well, that's the thing with him, too, that was, like, I think, yeah, power slot's kind of his own, but I think he could play on the other. Like, he could oh yeah, be he can. an X, like, if you want him out there. Whereas some of these other guys, I think, like, have to be power slots. I don't yeah. think he has to be one.
1: No, I agree. I agree. And then... I really love Yak. like just physical as hell, and but then also if the space is there, he's got the jets to open up and go. I, I like Mingo a lot. Um, yeah, I, I think we're not too far off with both most, of, most of these dudes. It's just it's just
0: how they kind of stacked up. Yeah, I think I'm higher of the class overall than you though. Yeah, you are. You are. Um, we talked about Marvin Mims. Uh, we did. Um, Cedric Tillman.
1: Yeah, Tillman is interesting. Like if he wasn't, if you know, if he didn't wasn't banged up like all season. Um, I think he'd be like... I don't know where he'd be. And it, but you can see that the injury is, is kind of nagging him, right? Um, but another guy, you know, 6'3", 213, good size. My comp was Kenny Britt. I had a hard time getting a comp, but I threw that one on there. Um, but just another guy, you know, c- really good contested catch game, really good ball tracking ability. The catch radius is there for a bigger guy, you know. Physical as hell is the t- at the catch point. A good body control. All of that like, you like to see in a bigger receiver, you know. And then, like... Like pretty good route runner for a guy his size too. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say it's funny he's a better route runner than Jaylen Hyatt. They ask him for more and than high. <laughs> they do, they do. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, but yeah, he can win down. He he he's like an X uh, again. A class that doesn't have a lot of these. He's a ball winning X with yeah. like the, enough juice to stretch the field. Um, he's yep. really good in traffic. You talked about the catcheries, uh and, and just really good body control. Yeah not too much yak
1: um, to him which is maybe a, like a
0: you're not going to get excited about but yeah um he's just very i think very solid player yes he, he definitely is
1: and like in, again in this group i you know date um day 2 yeah uh, sign me up for a guy if you if you need that type of receiver
0: um yeah we talked about how uh Tyler Scott Tyler Scott to me is like Similar to Jalen, like Jalen yeah. Hyatt and him should be talked about the same way. I and totally they agree, aren't.
1: I totally agree. I had a hard time, that was like where I'm like, I don't know who I like more. I had a hard time stacking them,
0: yeah, because they're very, they're in this, they're the same tier, they're similar types of players. I think Tyler Scott's a lot better after the catch, they're basically uh, the I same th- size, too. You know, like. I, I think, yeah, I think Hyatt's better ball skills, yeah. Um, that, that's kind of the big hang up with Tyler Scott is drops, um, but I, he. I, he
1: I do think like some of that center fielding, like the, the the ball tracking deep and like the looking the ball over the shoulder, he's he's got that down. Yeah, um, and like you know, note I found really interesting, you know, I, I thought he'd come in and like just be you know undersized. Well, I mean he is, but he's really really consistent at like going off for high balls, like over his head, and like not in traffic or anything, but just really like lots of overthrows <laughs> <laughs> from from the Cincy quarterback Brian and stuff. But like well, yeah, but no, like yeah, yeah, it just, he's he's
0: go ahead. he's he, his is Robert, insane. Like he is yeah. a very competitive high-pointer guy.
1: But, no, I agree with, in, ter- in general, like, I think Hyatt's probably better on, like, the, the contact plays, and probably the catch rate is better on Hyatt, because he's, he's a little longer, right? And I do worry about, like, Scott, like, just, he's kind of got smaller hands, and his hands aren't that strong, and he's not that great outside of his frame. But for for a deep dude, and a, um, and who's pretty good at, like, a good route runner deep, and a guy that can work inside outside, and the guy that you can use as a gadgety web's weapon and get him yeah, yak.
0: He he can create yak. Baby. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Like he, he ran a 4-4-4, four four, but I feel like he plays a three four. Uh, a three, yeah, four like, four.
0: he's he's so explosive. Like yeah. he's um, just like
1: the athleticism, like in all of his movements. He's he's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then At Perry, your guy is my king. I think he is the um best ball winner in this class, like, at X. He is so bendy. He is such a great catch radius. Uh, 33 and a quarter inch arms. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he ran even better than I was expecting, 4.47. Uh, he sinks his hips well, too. Like, he, he showed up to the Shrine Bowl and was the best route r- r- runner not named to Mario Douglas, pretty much. And he was doing it at 6'4". Um, I think he's got that, like,
1: the hips and, like like, the Flexible. The I was going to say flexy, flexy ankles. You know, like it's yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. And and, and then he has unbelievable body control. Um, He understands how to high point when in traffic. He can stretch the field uh, with that four four seven speed. He there's just like it's hard to find a ball winning X with speed. Yeah, in this class, and he is that. Yeah, Uh, he is. I'd like him to put on some more weight. He's pretty damn lean. One ninety eight. Um yeah. I think like he he could pack on like ten more pounds. Absolutely. But uh oh man, I really like A.T. Perry. The hands are my my worry. He's, yeah, he, he this is now you feel free to disagree with me. I thought this class like a lot of drops have way more drops than previous classes. Because it's not very
1: good. No, I totally agree. There's a lot of receivers who are like, Oh I love this guy, and then like concentration drops. Concentration like, like <laughs>
0: yeah. the, the guys who don't have them, like it really stands out that it does that like Jonathan Mingo has great hands like
1: I feel like yeah exactly I think that's why I love him so much I feel like last year there was like everyone had good hands and like this year it feels like the droppy class Um, yeah and that's kind of like again we're not super far off here I still think he's a top 100 dude but yeah that's kind of what just kept me from loving him you know and that's why I think I think that's maybe (laughs) one of us is Mingo one of us is Perry because they're kind of like the similar mold but I love Mingo's got the strongest hands in the class I think so I'm going with him
0: um, do you have a comp on Mingo? Uh,
1: yeah. Hold on. What was it? Um, oh, sorry, sorry. I got a goofy one, and I got a low one and a, and a high one. I think it was a tough one to comp for. My low was Quincy Inunua. That's what I have. It's funny. And my high was, who was it? Well, uh, shit, I forgot. My have Give me someone else. AJ like, Brown. Yeah, AJ Brown. There, exactly. AJ Brown mixed with DK Metcalf with uh, <laughs> Dawson shit, Knox. With Dawson Knox. Yeah, that's exactly DeMarcus right. Lodge. And Demarcus, a little bit of Demarcus Lodge makes no. It was uh, Allen Robinson between Quincy Dunn and Allen Robinson. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. Sorry, thank you for buying time for me to open my file. again. Yeah. <laughs> do you think um, Mingo goes in the second round?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: How many think receivers so. do you think go in the first two rounds before that's, we get into our top? That's
1: five? a good question. I, I think there's the f- six locks. That includes Hyatt. Yeah. Um after that, I don't know. I'm I'm really unsure. Like that wide receiver seven, I could it could be anyone. Like if it's if Marvin Mims, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um if it if someone bites on Rice, would I be surprised the way I know people like him? No. Um it could be Perry, it could be Scott, it could be Tillman, it, it could be so many guys. It could that be being s- Bell. It could be Ronnie Bell it should be, but that being said, I think I think I'm gonna only stick with six, but it probably will be more. I think it's more just because everyone they're going to push each other the board. Yeah, there always always more. I
0: I think uh, I think other second round receivers other than the six. I think Tyler Scott's going to go in the second uh, round.
1: But say Tyler Scott's got that um that's that same recipe for a lot of guys that are popped up. That okay maybe we don't have second round grades on that the NFL bites on. I I,
0: I believe in A.T. Perry going in the second round. I don't, I don't know, know if it will happen, but I believe in it. Uh, okay, five to one.
1: Yeah, going to be fun to see how these stack up. I think we might be similar. I think we might be on the ball here. Anyways, between six and five is a big jump for me. I go from Mingo in a mid-third. I go up to Josh Downs in my five mid second-round grade. Yeah, Sam. These guys stack. And then the next four, like, Downs a smidgen lower. And the next four are very close for me. Um, four is, my, is where I got Jordan Addison. I got an early to mid-second-round grade. Um, I'll pull up these comps. I just forgot to run down. Three, I got Tate Flowers. Graded out the same for me, but I gave the nod to Flowers because of the the, the yards after catch, really. Um, early to mid-second on him. And then um, number two is Quentin Johnson for me. Got an early second. And number one, I got GSN, also an early second round grade. They graded out the same for me, too. Okay, we had a different order. That was interesting. I was inter- interested to see where that would land.
0: Uh, five for me is uh, Josh Downs of North Carolina second round grade he is Elijah Moore but
1: I I, I stuck I, with Elijah Moore comp
0: too yeah but we gotta wait to see how Elijah Moore in Cleveland looks oh he's gonna um, be he's gonna be an all pro this year no problem I thought I was like who else like a a more successful NFL player who else kind of reminds me a little bit of Randall Cobb
1: like early Randall Cobb when he was yeah early Ra- yeah. when he was sudden and yeah
0: just such a good route pacer yeah um Four, I have TCU's Quentin Johnson. Oh,
1: you nice. Okay,
0: the second round grade, uh, and a Martavis Bryant comp.
1: Oh, you went with the. I see it. I definitely see it. I just think he's gonna be a better player. But like Quentin Johnson is really hard to comp.
0: Martavis Bryant was this similar in that he had the size, the explosiveness, but he wasn't like this ball winning X. He was yeah. this kind of deep threat yak guy who and 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 he he was gonna be great had uh the nfl not gone ahead and ruined his career he was Um, he was i mean so i i think it's an apt comparison in terms of player level because i thought like martavis Brown was again it like on the field when he was on it he was awesome both guys the hands weren't aren't amazing either exactly exactly i think it's a good
1: comp it's just like it's hard to Swing that comp a little bit. I don't know. But that being said, I, I don't know a comp really better than that one. So. I
0: think you're just higher on him than me. Um, three, Jordan Addison of USC. Uh, second round grade with the Calvin Ridley comp. I,
1: I went with the Tyler Lockett. I, I stole that one from, I think, Lance.
0: I don't think he's anything like Tyler Lockett. I think that's such a weird comp. I don't think it is.
1: Like I think you, you kind of come. I've also seen... Go ahead. Yeah.
0: sir so, I was just gonna say I've seen Tyler Lockett comps to four
1: different receivers. In yeah, this it's because there's un- a lot of undersized guys. I think kind of when you he combine what he was at um, USC and Pitt, it kind of it kind of combines. I don't mean modern Tyler. I mean early pre-injury Tyler Lockett.
0: Uh, two. I have Jackson Smith and Jigba of Ohio State. Oh, well, you pulled Z. I respect it with a first round grade and uh, an Amon Ross St. Brown comp. Uh, and then one, I have Zay Flowers of Boston College with a first-round grade and a Tyler Lockett comp. I think he is so much more like Tyler Lockett than these other guys in terms of ability to win vertically, ability to run routes, and and uh, ability to make plays after the catch.
1: Addison could do the vertical stuff at Pitt, in my opinion. Anyways, I my, my Zay, I thought Zay was a tough one. I, I went with Brandon Cooks. I know you have him for someone else. I don't love that. Uh, and my JSN comp is, is Julian Edelman.
0: Bigger Julian.
1: Yeah, I'm sticking with that one. I like that one. What do you you want to start, Josh Downs?
0: Yeah, he's we we talked the least about him. Um, Man, Josh Downs is just going to be a really good football player. He's a pure slot. He is so advanced as a red runner. He also has good hands.
1: He does, and like. Like, the, you know, the catch radius might be limited, but, like, I also, like, really impressive, like, making those, like,
0: over-the-head leaping grabs. Yeah, he's see. got good body control. Um, yeah. He's just, he's, like, just a true chain mover. Like, I yeah. don't f- think, like, I, I also think he's one of the safer receivers in this class. Um, I don't think he's, like, going to be some world-beating, explosive playmaker, but if you just want a, cha- a chain-moving slot mm. receiver who... Uh, is the quarterback's best friend. He's got really good coverage recognition skills again. Uh like yeah. kind of working himself open. I think like if you really want JSN and you don't get him, Josh Downs is obviously a very different size profile. Yeah. But I think this is the slot you target in the second round.
1: No, I don't disagree. Like the, he's so electric off the line of scrimmage. The movements are electric. Like he's creating so much separation off his breaks. Um and like you said, he's like the tempo king. Um, just so good at using it to throw the DBs off. Um, and then the guy like in and out of cuts, he, he's not losing speed. He's just so fluid. Um, and like, you know, what? a pretty, pretty good yak too. Like he needs that crease, but he can go. Um, and then you combine, like, you know, you don't, you don't see him asked to do the vertical stuff as much, like even as much as Elijah Moore was, I mean, maybe going back to that, to the howl days a little bit more, but, um, yeah, like I think there is potential there for it. Um, but yeah, I think like, I agree with you. Like if you miss on JSN, you want a slot.
0: Uh, go get Josh Downs. Um, with Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. I'm full. Oh, I meant Jordan Addison. Sorry, I was looking <laughs> at the San Diego State Alabama game. Um, with Jordan Addison. Uh, he he's an advanced roadrunner. runner. He's yeah. a really good release repertoire. He's also 173 pounds. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have blazing speed. He has enough speed. Um he's he can create a little bit after that like i think he's pretty uh his stop start ability from is what reminds me of calvin ridley uh in terms of what he does That's after the catch and as a route runner yeah um where like calvin Ridley wasn't some great athlete but he he has just really good stop start ability
1: yeah like i like smooth in and out of the breaks yeah it does not scream like yeah addison's yak won't consistently wow and it felt like they were throwing him a lot of just quick hitters and screens this year yeah, uh, which was so, so much more boring this year. I know it was. He had so much. His tape at Pitt was so much more fun because I mean he does have a better quarterback at Pitt though too, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> But yeah, just I totally agree. And like a guy that can work inside or outside, Um like the you know I find him like just a very nimble, smooth mover, and like you know like sinking his hips, like getting that good separation um, especially on on the comeback routes or like that. Um, but yeah, like I just—I don't know. Like I found sometimes he was struggling with some contested catches. Like yep. he's 173. Or he's not gonna, you know, he's not the strongest dude. And that I thought the catch radius was a little, little limited. But the hands themselves, I, I thought very solid except for the concentration drops.
0: Yeah, <laughs> man, the amount everyone has fucking concentration <laughs> drops. I know, but I do like, think that his hands are like
1: really natural and like really soft and has some really impressive plucks. But then the drops are funky.
0: It's yeah, no, I. Uh... It's. I think he's just gonna be a very solid number two receiver. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, but I do
1: like the, the size is concerning. Like that's, like, not so concerning, but you never know, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. And like he is like such a different player to me than Devonta Smith was coming out of Alabama, who yeah. I had a top ten grade on. Yeah, I me. Mean, yeah, Devonta Smith just. I know we're going to see more and more of the slim
1: receivers coming out as college football and the NFL evolves, but you can't just comp them all the Devontae Smith. You want the damn Heisman, right? Like, right, please.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and then with Quentin Johnson, I ended up with him as my uh, fourth receiver just because the, the, the kind of the ball skills, yeah. the body catches, the not being violent at the catch point. Like, I want to see out of a guy... Of, of his stature mm-hmm. um but i i and i i think with him more so than kind of these other receivers like he'll he'll have to be schemed more touches to make big plays
1: than some of these other guys yeah but like i said off the top of the show anyway you stack the, the top four receivers which for me jsn quinn johnson Zay flowers jordan addison if you have any of the four as your wide receiver one, I'm not gonna gripe about it. I, I can see it with all four of them. Um, yeah, like I don't know, maybe like Addison, maybe I'll have the most gripe to be honest. But like, the pit tape was better, which is so weird to say. Um, I don't know. How, I do how much you you agree with that though, right? Like, there's you're not gonna really get upset with any of those guys.
0: No, I I, I think it's just like. I, I I actually, well, I, I, I think if I'm taking a receiver in the first round and all of them are on the board, I I would not. Like, I don't know how you pass on Zay Flowers or JSN. I think those are the only two guys I feel ultra comfortable taking in the first round uh, when needing a receiver. And, and, and both of them are dependent on what I'm looking for. Yeah. um But if they're off the board... And like I have a proven number one and I need a number two. I think Quentin Johnson's such a high-end number two type of receiver. Yeah. But, and yeah, like absolutely. just like let's let's say let's take it let's say the Vikings are there. They they have the best receiver in the NFL. They need they need another guy. Adam Thielen's gone to Carolina to be a star. Um <laughs> like Quentin Johnson, imagine inserting him off opposite Justin Jefferson yeah. and just like the yak ability he can provide and just
1: just the amount of stuff he'll open up for for jefferson
0: yeah like it would just be i think that would be a really fun combo i told you and
1: like sorry sorry i'm just like just gonna say like and if you're the vikings he's probably your your top choice right
0: um i don't know they're analytical what was the analytics say no, oh, I'm sure the analytics hate Quentin Johnson. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> um, and but then with like Jordan Addison, let's say C- Seattle's there at 20. Like Jordan Addison would immediately start in this, like uh, with DK and Tyler Lockett, and be, be such a, a nice yeah. little like guy. Like so, it's just the context yeah. of how the board falls um, and what you're looking for. I just think if you want the high floor. NFL ready slot receiver. That's JSN. If you want the dynamic playmaker, that's a Flowers, and that's to me what separates them. And they are in a. They're my, They're the two guys that give the first round grades to. They're in tier one. Uh, I have Addison, Quinn Johnson, kind of that tier two. Mm-hmm. Josh Downs by himself, I, and yeah, then I, like then like seven other receivers. I
1: kind of agree with the tiers where I have JSN and Quinn and Johnson same grade. Zay and Addison, same grade, and then Downs by himself. And then a bunch, you know, group in the third that are very close. Um, I will say on Zay, like, it, you're saying, you know, that dynamic dude. He's also can just come in and be a solid slot dude and, like, get the yak too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like not that you're just going to pigeonhole him as the, you know, chain mover, but he can do that as well, and that's why I'm, I think he's the top of, you know, the like, I, I like, I get him having him over JSN, and I think that's why he's the top of the,
0: the Flowers Addison Downs trio. Yeah. I, I was gonna, this, this kind of came in my head, uh, as we were talking. Um, I think Zay Flowers can be like what Jahan Dotson was for the commanders this year, yeah, like just this instant big play type yeah. receiver, um, who makes these surprising contested catches downfield and can make plays after the catch, like he's he yeah. like. I see. I just love the receiver position so much that even though this is a down year for the class, I still find this like such so much more exciting to talk about than other position groups.
1: It's it's because it's like the the one position that has so many different body types and so many different yeah. styles. And that's what makes it so much fun. No, I mean for real. Like every other position, you know, this is the prototype. I know there's a prototype for a wide receiver, but there's so many different sizes and types of styles that. Um, are true wide receiver ones for their team, or like you know Pro Bowl dudes? Like it's it's fun.
0: Okay, before we get out of here, any last thoughts before I ask you one final question?
1: Yeah, um, the question being why wasn't Ronnie Bell my one? It's because I just didn't want to didn't want to put that out there and have have him oh. go that high because I'm trying to snag him and fan and all my dynasty
0: leagues. Yeah. I forgot to tell you too. Uh, over the last five NFL drafts, there's been an average of thirty-two receivers selected. Yeah, um, I think. I think. I think it being a down year, it'll probably still top that. There was only twenty-eight last year, but thirty-six the year before. Yeah, I think. I think we can hit like that thirty-six now. Uh, right? I I, th- I think. Yeah, we're going to get between thirty-four and thirty-six.
1: I think that goes into
0: that there wasn't a lot available in free agency either, right? Yeah, for sure. It's a good point. Okay. Final question before we go. I'm not asking who it is, but how high will the first receiver be selected?
1: Good question. Very good question. I, I, I don't like, know if I we see get a guy. One in- g- I don't know if we get one in the teens, if that's what you're about yeah. to ask me. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I, I think. I don't want just. I know the board will change so much on draft night. Um, but I do think like the, the the point is the Seahawks at 20. I'm not saying they're going to pull the trigger, but I think that's the starting point. Is that what your sources say? No, it's just what I feel like.
0: <laughs> the Seahawks picking at 20, picking a receiver they're going to end up taking? like, uh, Let's see. Brace Ford Yeah,
1: okay, well, I'm fine with that. They've gone to West Virginia for a shocking pick before, and look who it was Bruce fucking Irvine. Owen babe. Schmidt. Oh, I, you know, that being said, Zay Flowers gave me like, in this vein, gave me like, oh, if they wanted Dwayne Eskridge, but better, here you go. <laughs> I, I do hope everything better. Better hope he's better. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I, again, I don't like, you know, from 15 to 19, I don't see any of those teams really pulling the trigger on a receiver. Houston at 12. Yeah. Chicago at nine. But none of these, no offense, but these receivers don't. They don't deserve to go I know.
0: that high. I, I know. Chicago shouldn't pass on an offensive lineman for one of these receivers. No, they
1: shouldn't. Um. So with that being said, where do you see the first one going? So like, say say it's Seattle at twenty. That's that's possible. I'm not, I'm doubtful, but possible. The Chargers can pull the trigger at twenty-one. The Ravens need a receiver like that. That the, that's the, the, the Vikings. That's yeah. That's the spot. That's the spot. Um. The Giants. The the, the G- Bills even.
0: Yeah. Exactly. First receiver. It's going to be A.T. Perry to the Steelers at 17.